One man that's seen the good and the bad at the time of the Melbourne victory is defender Jason Guerrier, and he's been good enough to join us this morning. Morning, Jason. Morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Uh, great game of football the other night. A couple of superb strikes uh, from you guys uh, late on. Um, what was sort of the the analysis of that one uh, when you reviewed it during the week? Um, Perth away is always tough. I don't think I've ever played a game there that's been easy. So um, going over there, you sort of you know that um, it's going to be a, a fight just due to the, <clears throat> the travel, the the time difference, the conditions. Normally, they always uh, get a good crowd out there as well. So the environment can be a bit hostile. Um, and um, yeah, they they actually played a really really good game. I thought, um, especially when they went down to ten men as well. They were, they fought back and they didn't really give in. And um, on the counter attack, they're very dangerous. Uh, Taggart and Kolakovsky especially. So, yeah, we had our hands full. But um, yeah, I think it was really good resilience from from the boys to to first of all come back from one 0 down. But then, um, uh, really happy for for Eli and Benny especially to uh, you want your subs to make a make an impact, and they came on and um, yeah, really really show what they're worth in in two amazing goals. And um, yeah, got the win. So we're we're really happy with that. Yeah, it's a fair uh, first uh, A-League goal for Eli Adams. Now, it does mean you're officially back on top of the A-League. We thought you were, and then uh, we found out the system had changed. But like the rest of us, did you just become aware of that in the last week or so, or did you know going into the season that the tiebreaker is now wins and not goal difference? No, we um, came into training after uh, after New Year's and found that out as, as along with you guys, I think. So we're a bit confused by it, and... Um, I think, yeah, like everyone else, sort of in the dark on the the rule change, we weren't we weren't really aware of it and not really sure why they did that as well. I don't <clears throat> sort of know what was wrong with the with the old system, but I mean, it is what it is, I guess. And yeah, we had that fake, I guess, moment of being on top, and now I think it's <laughs> official unless there's some other um, condition saying that we're not top right now. I'm pretty sure it's not so. That's good for now, but um, it's only it's still early, so we have a lot more work to do. Yeah, no, no other conditions have changed in the last week or so. So <laughs> still top of the table, which is uh, good news. As we mentioned in the intro, there you've you've seen the good times at the victory and the, and the bad times. You played in a championship, you played in FFA Cup victories, and then last season was a nightmare personally for you and also for the team. Just the the feel around the group at the moment. Does it remind you of some of the? you know, the good environments and the good teams you've played for at Victory in the past? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think in football, any player, it's, it's, it's not often that you, you're you part of squads where you feel like you have the opportunity to go on and do do great things and, and really win silverware. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate to be a part of a few squads like that. Um, but yeah, this one is definitely one of those. And I think it comes from... Um, the end of the end of last year, really. I think after the the, the last game of last season, it was immediately a, a switch and focus onto what we're going to do this year. And um, even the few weeks before we went on holidays, laying a foundation for for what this year was going to be. And then in preseason, um, yeah, from day one, you know, beginning to drill that into the into the boys. And um, I think on top of that, more so for for. Things like this to work, you need good people before good football players, and I think we have a really good group of boys. Um, everyone's really focused on on group success before individual success, and that selflessness um, I think is what's propelling us forward. Um, everyone really wants the best for for the club first, um, and that shows in um, it doesn't matter who's on the park really. I think the fact that we're getting the same results just shows that um, it's more yeah team team focused uh, before individual and. 
I think that's going to be the thing that gets us over the line if we are to achieve something this year. Speaking of Melbourne Victory defender Jason Guerrier back in action against the Mariners on Saturday night uh, away from home. How tough personally was last year for you, Jason? Uh, only played about half a season, had a pre-season injury that sort of lingered. How tough was that personally? Yeah, it was um, It was very difficult. Uh, it was my first, I think, major injury where, um, yeah, I basically I tore my quad tendon. So I had to have, have surgery and I missed pretty much the whole of pre-season. And then I think coming back, the fact that uh, when I was medically fit, uh, the season was already starting. So there's no real, real time to sort of um, get a, a solid foundation behind me, just sort of getting thrown into to, to games and playing not at 100%, I think, um, yeah, it was pretty difficult for me, but I think uh, having the the off season and being able to to build properly, um, you know, for the for the time before this season has really put me in good stead. And um, yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm in a, I'm in a really good place right now uh, for my my physical self. And um, yeah, looking forward to to playing more football and um, hopefully contributing to to what could be a special season. I think. Hope this doesn't sound like a, a silly question, but being a defender yourself, do you enjoy when you manage as a defender, like a former defender, do you sort of feel like you you think the same way, even though as players, obviously Tony and you were very different players. Do, do you enjoy being managed by a fellow defender? Um, it helps in, yeah, just yeah, defensive aspect, it definitely helps. Um, I think it's, I can only speak from my perspective. I've only, I've only really had defenders as managers, I think, um, with, with the boss now and, and Muskie and, uh, and before that, he was, he was a fullback as well. So I don't really, I can't really speak from a forwards perspective, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I've been fortunate to just to be coached by some some brilliant minds, in my opinion. And I think although the boss was a defender, he we play such an attacking brand of football and such a front forward and, and positive and uh, uh, yeah, attack minded game that um, I think defense defense is there to to sort of keep to keep the ship steady but it's also it's also I think like it's there um just just as a, as a backup because I think our our best form of defense is attack and I think we try and, and press teams and suffocate teams and make them deal with us more than we want to sort of deal with them but um in, in saying that as well you need to be switched on you need to be solid at the back and I think we've we've shown to be that this year and that comes from the boss and um, our assistant coaches as well. So, yeah, it's really good. Just on that, Jason, I mean, it's always been in the victory DNA to play on the front foot and play attacking football. Do you feel like more and more teams are doing that in the A-League, particularly this season? A lot of high-scoring games, a lot of open football, a lot of goals, which for the neutrals is great, but it's probably making life as a defender pretty tough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it can go both ways. I think it is for the neutrals. It's it's really good. Um, They can say that, yeah, it's, it's... Teams are playing attacking, attacking, uh, you know, brand for football. But then also you can say that, you know, defences might not be up to par as well. So I guess it goes both ways. But um, you'd rather be, yeah, scoring more goals and conceding less goals. But, yeah, it's been a lot of a lot of wild scorelines this year. And um, I guess, yeah, for the neutral, it's good. I, I, I don't mind it as long as we're not on the end of the, the big, the big numbered scorelines. Um, I think we've had some high-scoring games. We had the 5-3. We've had a... Um, which I thought was yeah a, a lot of goals. Eight goals in a game is, is quite a lot. So 
Um, I think we'd rather be scoring a lot of goals and then, yeah, not, not really conceding too many. So I'd, I'd rather just watch those ones at home, I think. Speaking of Melbourne victory defender, Jason Guerra. So you turned 31 this year, which uh, you are a very young man when you look at uh, your teammate, Bruno Fornaroli, who's off with the Socceroos at the moment, who's been unbelievable. I mean, watching him close up, do you marvel at what he still can do You know, in the twilight of his career, it's fair to say? Uh, yeah, I think um, for the for for us, it's sort of not a surprise just just with how Bruno is, just how he applies himself, the hunger he has for the game at 36. I think is something special. It sort of reminds me of of uh, the hunger Bess had, Bess yeah. Barisha had. Um, those guys that come from you know those places where football is is almost a religion. It's 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 something different in in the way they go about things and how they apply themselves and just the hunger they have for more, just to to always do more and and, and always you know set the bar higher and higher. And, and Bruno's he came in yeah pre from day one for preseason he, he he had a mindset that he you know he wanted to achieve something special this year. He hasn't he hasn't won a an A League trophy yet, you know, in all the time that he's been here, and it's something that he really, really wants. And you know, he has all the individual accolades, but I think the fact that he wants to get that first and foremost is something that um, has him, you know, scoring in the way he has, and he's been rewarded with a trip to the Asian Cup, rightfully so. Um, he's been outstanding in the start of the year, and um, yeah, we're, at the moment we're all just, you know, hoping he gets get some minutes, get some games, score some goals for the country, and um, then yeah, comes back fit and healthy for us and continue continues doing what he can do. You had your own stint overseas playing in, in Japan. Is that something you'd look at again if the opportunity came up or are you more than happy to, to play out the remainder of your days here in the A-League? Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind it at all. I'm um, always uh, open-minded to, to what opportunities can, can come in football. Anything can really happen in football. So, And it's, it's a short career, so I'd like to yeah, experience you know, all I can before before my time's up. But um. Yeah, it was a really good experience for me. It's a lovely country, Japan, and they're really hospital people, and um, they really take care of um, the foreign players. So, yeah, I had an amazing time over there. And, yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be a nice to experience that again sometime. And give us an idea of what uh, Jason Guerrier likes to do when he's not playing or training for football. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a pretty pretty simple guy. <laughs> just fam- family, friends, and, yeah, just, yeah, just uh, sort of taking care of myself for these, for these games. What about the Mariners this weekend? A, t- a real slow start to the season for the defending champs, but they've got their mojo back. This is going to be, as you say, Perth's always a tough road trip. This one's going to be really tough as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> I think they were hard done by in their first few games. They were playing really good football. They just sort of weren't getting results. And I think um, we always looked at them as a team that, yeah, we're, we're going to be dangerous. So, And then um, it showed in our game against them early in the season that the 2-2 draw was a tough game. Um, but yeah, now I think they're sort of Getting the results that they've they've their football sort of been been warranting. You know they won their last I think three in a row and they've been pretty pretty convincing wins. And they've, although you know Marco Tulio I think is a big loss for them. He's been um, outstanding at the start of the season, but um, they have a lot. They've, they've shown that they can you know win games without him as well. They have a lot of a lot of threats besides him in you know Paul and and Torres and and, and other players. So. It's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to be um, a nice occasion as well. You know, the night round has yeah. been, uh, been coming. And um, I think it's also going to be yeah, a really good event for, for everyone in, in, in Sydney. And hopefully, you know, a lot of fans can get out to not only our games, but the other games going on in Sydney. But, um, yeah, we're looking forward to it, another challenge. And 
I'm sure the boys are going to be ready to, to go and get a result. Yeah, what's the feeling about your night round? You know, we've seen it in the AFL and we've seen it in the NRL with their magic round and their, and their gather round. It's fair to say there wasn't a united support for the grand final being moved to Sydney last year and the, the powers that be quickly changed that decision. But uh, what's the sort of feeling amongst the playing uh, brethren about this upcoming uh, Unite round? Yeah, I think excitement. Like like you said, it's been in, it's, it's been there and uh, present in other sports for a while. And um, yeah, I think yeah, the, the the grand final debacle was a was a bit of a bit of mayhem. And I think this is a great alternative. Which I mean, quite frankly, I think probably should have been the first option uh, initially anyway. So um, yeah, we're looking forward to it, and I, I think it's going to be yeah a really great event for for football in the country. And yeah, hopefully opportunity to see you know every team or multiple teams in, in in one one city will be a nice draw card for people to come out and get to the games and um yeah hopefully it's a it's a it's a good uh, tradition going forward well just uh, before i let you go of course uh, between uh, playing and training i'm sure you'll be sitting down and, and watching the asian cup with the socceroos uh you're confident it'll be a good tournament for the boys yeah i think so i think um they've proven now that uh um, you know, that underdog status is not really uh, something that's going to hold them back. So they're outstanding in the World Cup. And um, a lot of that squad as well is going, and they're playing at really good levels overseas. And, and, and the boys here as, as well in the A-League are, are doing really well. So, um, yeah, I have confidence in the team. And um, like like everyone else here, I think uh, we're, we're, we're hoping that, you know, that they do really well and they can bring something home um, just like they did in 2015. Jason, uh, great to catch up. It's great to see you back out healthy and playing good football uh, and the team as well. Uh, Good luck against the Mariners uh, this weekend. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Have a good day, guys.